<coughs> Did you hear that? Is it the horror comedy podcast with Jake and Haley? Oh my god, it is. This podcast is intended for inhalation only. And that means it's not for kids. Wow, what are these? Are these cookies? Yeah. Do they have weed in them? No. That's better, actually. I was actually hoping oh. that that was the answer that you would say. Uh, so we just smoked two joints and drank some seltzers, and it's another episode of the Horror Comedy Podcast, and today we're going to talk about the possession of Latoya Ammons. I don't know who that is, Ooh. and I don't know why. That's not scary. Possessions are always scary. That's the you best thing I about care? them. You Every single about one. Latoya? No, I don't. Let her be possessed. It ain't my problem. Latoya Ammons is... Where does is she a, live? Gary, Indiana. Pueblo, Colorado. Yeah, that would have been the... Latoya Adamans is a beautiful, hardworking mother of three children who in late fall of 2011 moved into a home in Gary, Indiana with her mother, Miss Rosa Campbell. Not to be confused with Ryan, Indiana. Yeah, that would be foolish. Ryan, Indiana. Or Garrett, Indiana. Is there a place in Indiana? People call me Gary all the time. Oh, my God. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Gary! Am I the one that's going to get possessed? Oh, my God. No, they just live there. All right. Um, (laughs) They were renting the three-bedroom, one-bathroom home, and it was nice. It was like one-story, hardwood floors, open kitchen, and there was a basement. Nice. Um, Just like a regular basement, like Mm. shitty concrete, dirty, all that shit. You say that now, but your tone makes me think otherwise. Why would you say that? Basements are harsh. Basements, bad things happen in basements. Because you say you, you were specific and said, oh, it's got a basement. Oh, it's got a basement. Are you implying that I sometimes tell you details of a story that later come into play in a scary way? All the time. That's Hollywood, baby. Never. I would never do that to you. The house was old, originally built in 1926, but only had one owner. It was like a sweet pair of newlyweds who built the house and moved in, and they lived there up until the current, or the landlord who rented it to Miss Ammons, he purchased the home in 2004. The family moved in in November of 2011, and by December, by December, Miss Rosa, the grandmother, was like, this is fucking weird. The house was constantly swarmed by horse flies. Okay. So? That is a definitely a bad sign. In bad? December. I mean, oh, okay. I mean, either no way, if it's Minnesota in December. Um, they would kill the flies repeatedly, but no matter what, they kept showing up and kept swarming. Yeah, you want to you know a secret about flies? Yeah. If you put a sandwich baggie for pennies above your, uh, it's got to have like five, six pennies What's in happening? the sandwich baggie, and then you mm. fill up the uh, sandwich baggie full of water, not full of water, like just enough to where the pennies are covered, it'll keep flies out of your house. What? It's an actual thing, wow. I think, with light refraction. Wow. Or the copper, I'm not sure. Something in copper does a Witchcraft? lot of cool stuff. Potential witchcraft involved. Demonic. During nights of rest. (laughs) What'd you call me? During During nights of rest, sitting in the living room with family, laughing, chatting, maybe drinking some seltzers, recording a podcast. Back off, mate. Their feelings of ease in the house were regularly interrupted by sounds of an intruder. One creak, another. Getting closer. Coming up the basement stairs. Is that what they were hearing? Only to have their suspicions confirmed by the terrible sound of the basement door opening. When they rushed to meet the intruder at the stairs, 
there would be nobody there. That's called the draft. Wow. You said they lived in California, right? Indiana. Indiana. Oh, shit. There's a lot of people with guns there. Same thing. I was worried about the guns. I mean, man, if you come out with a gun, the hauntings, guns, that's the only thing guns can't help with. Okay. <laughs> I got a spiritual gun. Okay, it said yeah. hauntings, yeah. guns. No. Possibly, <laughs> possibly excluding some kind of spiritual gun, depending on yes. your creativity. But a conventional gun that. does not work yeah. against no. a possession. No. A priest on the street just opens his jacket. It's I terrifying. Got, I got the super soaker. That's totally uh, been a plot line in movies I've seen like several yeah. times. There's like a ghost. Someone thinks it's an intruder. They shoot or they stab. It's like a they killed their Haley. homie. Ah. Yeah, exactly. Yes, Bitch, you exactly. just killed that's Haley in the hallway. That's why they're more dangerous like, than the thing in the, the uh, deception. Oh, yeah. Shaking my damn head. The what's the the bl- the handle of a sword called? The hilt. The hilt. So you have uh, a nerd. Just, Medieval let's just say enthusiast. You have a hilt <sighs> and you're just like to the ghost, be like, "Yo, this is my ghost sword, bitch!" And then you just fucking like. Pop, if you had some kind of sword that was relic of some sort, of some, some kind might of work. Custard's battle Some kind blade. of religious power I, that doesn't grant like religious power. But <laughs> still would be cool. Still would be cool. Think of Maybe like would work against some kind of Indian or cowboy. Any ghost kind of colored person like forever. something from that time. Okay. Yeah, people are definitely Until, gonna be uncomfortable <gasps> when you tell them. Wait, I'm uncomfortable story. right yeah, now. But, then but was, didn't he get murdered like today? Back in the day. Shout out to the fucking. Well, fuck him. Shout out to the people that took him down. At, took him down. At, uh, Bunker Hill. No, I don't know. That was not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's some kind of hill though. You're pretty close. I'm happy that neither of you know because honestly, there's a certain type of dude who's obsessed with like war and war history. And I'm glad that neither of you are that. We do it's usually dress a weird up dude. Every weekend and go play paintball. So I mean, we're no, no, no. <laughs> but you're not the guy. You're not the guy who's like actually in 1946 we were at war with Pearl Harbor in Japan and and Hitler was there and you know in Japan. <laughs> Hitler was really big in Japan. That sounds like it could be an awesome movie or a good video. Hitler, Hitler takes Japan. Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. Hitler does Tokyo. Hit, Hit, Hitler in Tokyo. Yeah. RuPaul can play bad. Hitler. Yeah, RuPaul can play Hitler. <laughs> that would be a saucy movie. This is that would be a saucy I actually movie. don't like it because it's really likable. Yeah, saucy movie. I don't yeah, Netflix, you're yeah, taking all kinds know. of movies. I don't that know how to feel. Guys, if Park you make episode, it, I'll just enjoy it. Just put my name in the credits. That's all I ask for. Gare, comma, bear. Or other way. They don't do last name, first name on the Netflix credits. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't care how you put it on there, Netflix, as long as you get it in there. It's there. It's yours, guys. One night. Oh, what? Oh, shit. Don't take his cookie. It's so mean. Okay, one night after a day of working and then coming home and having a long evening of like, holy shit, what was that sound, I bet, right? Miss Rosa laid down to go to bed. She started to let her worries go. The feelings of unease, the startling sounds of someone in the house. She started to... She relaxed and eventually she fell asleep. Stirring in her sleep, like we all do, you know, like waking up maybe just to adjust her pillow or like take a drink of water or whatever. Or take a poop. Or take a poop. She opens her eyes and she sees a man standing in her room. Mm. Oh, that's gross. We're cutting that. That would be scary too. What that part that just got cut? Terrifying. You guys should be glad you didn't hear it. We're not cutting that. That's like Eric Andre funny. Eric Andre is really funny, but he's a little extreme for this podcast. Yeah. I respect his comedy, though. He is funny. We just watched his stand-up, uh, the new one. Eric Andre is one of the all true people that doesn't give a shit. He will do what he thinks is funny, regardless he, of what like, anybody else He, like, tucked his dick and pulled his pants down at the end. It was really funny. 
I've never looked, but I've heard him say in person on TV, I'm pretty sure he has a few pictures of his dick on his Instagram that he just leaves on there. Oh. He doesn't care. <laughs> and he does it so he can get this same reaction he just got out of all of us in this room. Uh, everyone just said, He's a oh. genius. That's what I'm saying. Look he's, at the cat. He's something. Tony is eating off of your plate. He's eating some green ch ch, -ch chili. Stop. Oh, my God. My cat's a fucking asshole fatty. Okay, okay. What? Oh, right, right. Continuing on. Yeah, sorry. I got so distracted. Okay, she realizes that there is a man standing in her room. It's dark. She can't make out a face or even the clothes that he's wearing, but he's tall. And he's in her fucking room. It woke her up right away. She leapt out of bed and ran towards her bedroom door, expecting the intruder to try and stop her. Instead, when she looked back, she realized there was nobody there. Heart pounding, she tries to rationalize this. Maybe she was dreaming. Maybe it was like sleep paralysis or something. Could have been. And she was like, oh, I'm, I'm a fucking dummy. Like, haha. -ha. Exactly. She might be doing drugs. Right. Her small woman brain. Not accusing you brain. if you're listening. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. we but all then do she's like, oh, that's kind of silly that I, I thought that. And she starts to walk back to bed. And then she yeah. steps. Look, trust your instincts. I'm sorry. But it's always a ghost. Okay? I do always. not. That might be a very paranoid way to live. I don't, it don't I matter. Don't. It's just. It'll all, keep you safe. Are from you ghosts? saying every time you see an intruder, you should assume it's a ghost? And get the fuck out of there? Yes. Okay. I would shoot at it, and well, I would I'm probably sure get, you know, in well, trouble. Guns don't work against ghosts. I'm Remember still, we yeah. just had this I conversation. Well, I'm still on the fence. I still think we... I'm just hoping there was some kind of medium we can hit, like maybe crosses on bullets or, <laughs> or something. Ooh. Who knows? You know, you got to be creative. What if you killed a bullet, killed. waited for it to come back as a ghost? A bullet? A ghost shoved bullet? it in your gun. Ah. Shot it, shoot it Fired twice. Fired the ghost bullet at the ghost. It's genius. Bullets only yeah. shot twice could kill a ghost. You Ooh, have to reload it. it that's that's right. First. That is a plot twist. Genius concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Ghost would mm -hmm. never have expected. You're welcome. It. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. welcome Hollywood. Wow, You're all man. safe now, Miss Ammons. You're free to that go home. You're good. Okay. It would just be a two-second spot in the show, but yeah, blow your yeah. mind. Is, yeah, yeah, I've changed. If you think about it, those details in movies are super important, and they're cha movie changing. That's right. That's you, right. Is that your phone? Yeah, it was a cute little sound. I don't know where the hell my huh? phone even is. I'm but. the only one with her phone right. on during the podcast, during recording. What an asshole. So she's like, oh, whatever. I was probably being a dummy. It's all good. And she's like, starts to walk back to her bed. It's all going all right. She, you know, steps on the carpet. It's all good. And then she steps, steps in the carpet, and it's wet. Oh, it's even worse. It's not oh, even man. dry. And she looks yeah. down, and she realizes she's standing in a wet boot print. And <gasps> she finds a small trail How of what... It's a boot. It's shaped like a boot. But can it can be pretty be clear, foot? I feel like. Can With the little, foot? like, Definitely not. treads, you know, like the little like X little treads, whatever, oh, yeah. I mean, it's like what you're saying, yeah. I know okay. It was a boot tread, right? It was a boot Might tread, and there was a few NFL of them. Haunting. I always a think couple of have ninja feet, and they don't have any tread on them. So they step, it's just flat. Um, a lot of ghost movies have the flower on the floor trick where you see their footprints. That we talked about that. Yeah, it's a great Paranormal thing to activity? remember because yeah. nobody can dodge the flower on the floor thing. There's no way to get around it. It's you true. put enough of it everywhere. It's like un. Yo, what was that movie? We How are you going to get over top of that? With the Invisible. The Invisible Dude. Man. Is that what it was called? Yes. <laughs> he invisible, was invisible Man? <laughs> yeah. 
It was I really good. Was awesome. it I was, loved dude. it. Really, like, it was two hours, and I'm not a movie person, but I was literally like, I was like, dang, that's it. Like, I could have watched crazy. another two well, hours of that. It's like, it's like <laughs> it's almost, it just keeps building. Like, oh, the climax. Oh, no. A second climax. And it's almost oh, like the same yeah. thing that makes Demon scary because it's like that voyeur perspective where it's like he yeah. always can either be there or not. He can choose if he wants people and to know. And he's if like he's fucking with her. Do like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. As, a, as a woman, I thought it was really scary just because there's like certain things. It gave me anxiety. It gave it's me like, bad it's anxiety. Obviously, a fucking ghost. It suggested. What are you supposed suit? to do if it's a goat? What do it's you mean a terrible it's obviously movie. a guy in an invisible Look, suit. How it's an awful movie to go see with reason. your significant other, though, because he starts yeah. doing evil shit like messing with her birth control and shit. And I'm like looking at Jake all mad. Like, he didn't do anything, it's but it's not a good. It's a metaphor for people's anger. <laughs> it's not a good I'm movie to go see. It's a metaphor for. Yeah. But still. If you even thought about it, I would hate I'm you. I'm single here. I'll say it. It's a meta. Yeah, it's a <laughs> metaphor for everybody's inner demons. Um. So anyway, what? So yeah, yeah she. And we're bringing the real demons around <laughs> this episode. <laughs> the real demons. So she um looks down and she realizes it's a wet boot print, and there's actually a few of them walking from her door to the foot of her bed, and it stops there, facing her bed. Hardwood floors, carpet. Oh carpet. It's carpet. Even worse. Yeah, that's yeah. gross. Yeah. Um. I hope it was. Not dog shit or something. Right. That would just be very rude. rude. Yeah. Double yeah. got yeah. It's like the upper deck or the ghost yeah. is like, I'm just gonna take a shit right <laughs> yeah, here. This is ghost shit, Prince. Um also the it. fact <laughs> is that it's two women living in the house and three children. And the oldest kid is 12. So these footprints are way too big to be any bodies in the house. Plus everyone's sleeping. I'd so size thirteen at twelve, so don't assume. Well, you're some kind it's of a freak girl. Just because you're a freak some of nature. Of it's a, it's a, the oldest your kid is Benjamin a girl. Oh, yeah. She's your born yeah. clown <laughs> feet. It's called Wreck It Ralph feet. Okay. It's a disability. <laughs> Excuse me. Sasquatch feet. <laughs> conventional Sam's knowledge Quinch. would call it. Sam Squanch. I don't know what Latin for Sasquatch foot is, but that's what a doctor would probably say. That's true. Yeah, Sam Squinchian. Sam Squinchian. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I think I approve. New terminology. Sam Squinchian. Urban Dictionary. Brought to you by that. Added. That's right. We're excited. It's just Insert Garrett. Here. That's right, baby. Um, in Dick March. haunting cooking. <laughs> in March, the oldest child, a 12-year-old girl, decided to have a sleepover. Her best friend came over, and they probably had, like, a super good-ass time. Don't even say it. Don't even say anything. Board. Okay. Also, yeah, can we just acknowledge the, the fact that 12-year-old sleepovers, when you were 12 years old and you had a sleepover, it was the best. It, it was, was like the highlight awesome. of your social life mm, at that age. Men don't have sleepovers. We have camping trips. I mean, yeah. What? Or you like play video games. I don't know. There's yeah. usually That's a specific goal attached to the hanging Jordan out. Names, even if it's all yeah. night. You don't just we be like, we're just going to be together the whole time. Me and my best friend Lexi, we used to climb coal banks and make pierogies. That was like our thing. And that's the most Pennsylvania story I've ever told. We would like climb up the coal banks. Oh, I thought you said call. I thought you boots. said make pierogi. Make pierogies. I was like, wow. What? I, maybe I should have been having sleepovers. <laughs> and now, played yeah, Sims 1 on the pierogi. computer. You guys making right. pierogi there? Yeah, yeah. They're doing drugs in Sim World. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. What I was they fantasizing didn't have about cool mods was way lamer than actual <laughs> yeah. reality. No, <laughs> man. Coal banks and pierogies. No, it's good. It's good. We should. Yeah, I wish I was still regular. Normalize that for adults. Yes, bagel bites, pizza rolls, ramen noodles. Yep. Eat a lot of those. Cerritos. About 2 a.m., Miss Rosa was again jolted out of her sleep. This time, she could hear Latoya calling out for her, and she could hear the kids crying. She got up and walked towards the bedroom where she heard the sounds of hysterical prayer. 
Once she stepped in the doorway, she saw the two sons, the daughter's friend, and Latoya, all feverishly praying around the 12-year-old daughter's bed. Wow, first interaction, yeah, right? That'd be Above them, Rosa saw the 12-year-old girl levitating in a catatonic state. Rosa joined them in prayer. Wait, the cat, what? The cat, catatonic. Like, so she's like, she's oh, like laying flat. I was like, no, catatonic. Right. She's like laying flat, eyes closed, like stiff as a board, like some creepy witchcraft shit. Hell no. And um, Rosa joined them in prayer until the girl was eventually the lowered theme. onto the bed. She, the little girl, had no memory of any of that. No idea. I imagine. There was other stuff going on too. There's like doors so. opening and closing, the sound of growling. Stuff happened after this? During and oh, still, okay. like, it ongoing, consistently. I, mean, I would have been a c- pretty conclusively sure this was some kind of haunting after the levitating For girl. For sure. And I thought there would maybe be like her knocking friends were in some sounds. kind of cult. Absolutely. I'd be like, you're yeah. not allowed to have this anyone over ever again. This bitch looked at my man in when history class. <laughs> spell on her. And then yeah, um, and also, Miss yeah, Latoya <laughs> was also having terrible nightmares, like, regularly when they, since they moved in. At this point, Latoya and Rosa were like, yo, fuck this. And if they had the money to move, they would have just moved, but they didn't. Um, So they contacted a bunch of churches asking for help. Most of the churches said they couldn't help, but one church advised them to clean the house real good. We don't fuck with that type of shit. Yeah, they were like, uh, lady, no. Ghosts? Like, no, we don't. We don't do that. We don't do that. We don't do that. Ghosts have very conservative opinions. Ghosts are called ghostbusters? They're from old times. That's right. Yeah. Um, Except for recent ghosts. Set in their ways. (laughs) So, most of them said they couldn't help, but one church advised them to clean the house real good and bless all the doors, kids, and windows. Yeah, you filthy pigs. Clean your fucking house. Yeah, right. Two clairvoyants. My house is haunted. Don't even clean it. It's because you got dirt. You got a pile of fucking laundry right there. Right? <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Shit pigs. God. <laughs> that's not being haunted. That's just being lazy. Yeah. We're just advising yeah. you in a general sense. You should clean your house. I'm too scared to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're on an episode of Hoarders. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Clean the that starts, house. Yeah. The real horror starts yeah. again. <laughs> Two clairvoyants also stepped up to help and told the family that there were over 200 demons. In the house? Wow, that's a bold In claim. In her house? In one Who said that? A clairvoyant? In one room? Two different psychics. Oh, just like there's in general over 200? I feel like or the there were 200 in their house? In their house. I feel like the 200. second psychic <laughs> feel like he hit pay dirt after the first one because he was like, the first guy said 200? Oh, he was fuck. Like, oh, yeah. yeah he was definitely it's right. Yeah. I, I charge a dollar real. per ghost. Might have been underestimated. I charge a dollar per ghost. What, what was that? A ghost. Definitely. What was that? I don't know. Identify I actually sound. don't know. It was creepy. Okay. I'm just making sure it wasn't demon. It was a ghost. House is haunted now. Um, okay, so, but don't worry, don't worry about the demons, demons. you can just go ahead and and burn some sage and light some sulfur and make a nice basement altar, and that'll take care of it. The sage part sounded good until all that other stuff started going downhill so bad. They actually said make a basement altar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To who? Oh, my god. They told Miss Rosa and Latoya to go and go in the basement and make a little, like... I'm not saying the Catholic Church is perfect, but... I am saying that this is why you go to at least go to them if you're trying this to deal with something like because they're not they, going to tell you did to make a Satan altar. Okay, in your actually, Miss Rosa was like, Baptist. Come back. She went to come Baptist to church, church. Spend forty nine ninety nine on the super <laughs> shot shrine that gets rid of demons. Get no, no, no. So Miss Rosa actually went to church every Sunday, and so she went in the basement and she set up a nice little table, like a white tablecloth, and they put all these little like 
statues of like Jesus and Mary and Joseph and all of that shit right. and yeah, a Bible like, opened up to like a seance. <laughs> <laughs> opened up to like a certain you page you went to her house and there's all these candles of Jesus and all this he's looking at you you know it's like stop well, I mean, when you came over the other they're making eye contact it was creepy they're all looking at me 200 I demons. can't even look at you with them looking at me yo how that scary terrifying point in a movie where you just walk into a house and you like you see dead people Two hundred. Jesus, Jesus would be like just scary as scary demons, as a demon is to us to a demon. But demons are dead if people demon, too. Demons can look like anything. Is the yeah. scary yeah. part. Well, if a demon, if it would be mind breaking shit. If you saw my ex, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just Don't rude to her, that. but she did go down there and she DIY'd herself a nice little altar. And then Rosa and Latoya reported that the house was normal for like three whole days. It's like a vacation. Goes like. <laughs> But and then, then we when the, she was we gone, the store. then the demons were like, fuck your three days. And when those three days were over, they stepped the fuck up like an early 2000s dance movie. And the kids started to be affected. So more than, you know, floating yes, in your sleep. Look, kids. More than floating in your sleep. More than that. More kids than that. are always the victim. That's deep, Jake. Of war and demons. What's happening? Oh, my God. Sorry. Got deep. Nope, uh, the kids were said to have evil, diabolical voices All accompanied with equally sinister smiles and oh. bulging eyes. You're just distra- yeah. describing children to me. Yeah, right? Fucking same. Kids creep me out like regularly. <laughs> um, one of the boys, the youngest one, would go hang out with his friend all the time, which is fine, except for his friend was invisible and lived in the closet. Aw, come out. You come out of that closet, friend. It's 2020. Come out of the closet. Come out of the closet, friend. We're here to love you and support you you and it's pride. You are not invisible to us. We see you. Jacob, that was beautiful. Thank Thank you you. for being so supportive. I really liked that a lot. Very positive Um, attitudes. I cried the other day during an episode. I cry like once a day because of that show. Um, And one time, that same friend. It's good. It's really good. Sounds good. It's really an emotional I'm not time. Say that I'm gonna watch it because I think you should. They go to Japan. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds. It's. Awesome. I mean, it's it's Major. good because you you realize you're like, damn. I you don't should. know how to dress. That's you how should. I feel. No, I I. It makes you under. It makes you feel like, oh man, I wish my friends would gas me up that much. Aww. When girls hang out together, that's what happens. Oh yeah, me? totally. Oh, I sound you, gay as fuck around my friends. Are trying to find gay friends? Then you. No, no. y'all should act gayer. I just want friends. Your straight friends aren't good enough. I for just you. want my straight friends. They don't compliment your not to style bust enough. My balls so much. Yes. <laughs> I literally put I'm just a fucking whole hour thinking about what I was gonna wear to this club. Please say I got fucking nice shoes on. Please. Okay? Tell me I look handsome. None. Yeah. Do you guys compliment each I, other? I do. I've complimented Stone on Yes, I have before. actually Stone complimented does Garrett. He we does used to go back really and forth. Nice. But we've, seen every, we've seen all each other's nice Ooh. shit now. Yeah, That's the problem. Uh, we don't have more, any really nice stuff. Now it's like, I've got outfits I'm saving. This guy, yeah. For San Jose. For when you can He's leave the house new, again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> new yeah. job, new him. Now he can hide stuff. He can yeah. wear it to work and I don't get to see it. You remember That's what true. I used to look like now? He's coming back. Back to shoes come back with laces. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, not the least. One time, that same invisible closet friend physically threw that little boy out of the bathroom into a wall. Mm. 
good. Don't fucking look at me peeing. Fucking ghost. Maybe he was. The ghost was using yeah, the, the toilet. You're like, probably right. And he's all like, get the fuck out of here. Bitch. There's only one bedroom and there's like a lot of people living in this house and some ghosts and 200 demons. So that's a lot for one bathroom. It's very crowded. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot. A nightmare. It's a lot. That's the scary part of the whole story. The little boy was said on multiple occasions to have rolled his eyes back into his head and started to growl in an animalistic way and threaten to kill people. Yeah, that doesn't sound too abnormal for a little boy. I've seen Get that the Adderall. Before. He's Get seven. It. Get it. We need to calm him down. The ripe old age of seven. The older brother, who is the middle child, which like same, was able to describe in great detail what it was like when he was murdered. Uh, Wait, what? Huh. He would tell people how it felt when he was brutally murdered. Like he would describe like having his throat slit but and, he's alive. and bleeding out. Yeah. So how he's like does a, he know? A schizophrenic. Yeah. <laughs> Two, cra- three crazy kids and the one of them was the levitating? Is, you think? Yeah. You think? The levitating part definitely would not be part of schizophrenia. <laughs> what, yeah, what yeah. What year is this? This is 2011. Lead, oh, jeez. paint in houses. No, this is this is pretty recent. Uh, okay, uh, that's fine though. That's fine. The oldest child, aside from being legit levitated by demons, was also the subject of several attacks. Like attacks, she described being held down by her throat in her bed to the point where she was not able to speak or moved. Uh, she was threatened by dicks. right demons, baby. These demons are dicks. Cunts. She was being threatened by disembodied voices and once was smashed in the head by her headboard so hard that she needed stitches. All three kids would experience unexplainable bleeding from their ears, mouths, and nose. Oh, man, that's not good either. Even though there was nothing wrong with them, and even that darn school nurse couldn't figure it out. That's what the article said, and I thought that was funny. Like, the school nurse is some grand official... She, was old. she she couldn't Take figure it out. Aspirins and go back to fucking. Yeah, class. well, she's she the expert here. So. <laughs> she's been fixing kids. Would you for like years. a cracker? Near Easter time, the family was gathered in the living room watching TV. In front of all of them, a bottle of Febreze began to levitate as if picked up by invisible I hands. I knew it. The ghosts are pissed because they're living like slobs. Conspiracy corner. Just clean your fucking house. Yeah. I've been there. Even ghosts don't like living yeah, in disgusting conditions. That's so funny. <clears throat> it began to levitate as if picked up by invisible hands and then was violently thrown into a bedroom and shattered a lamp. Which bedroom? The stinkiest? Uh, Rosa's bedroom. So I don't know what it smelled like. I'm sorry. The old bag. I forgot to Google that. Latoya was like... Headboard having. (laughs) (laughs) Latoya was like, nope, we're done here. Everyone pack your shit. And they all fucked off and stayed in a hotel for the night. Then they were like, okay, we should like go to the doctor, right? Because this is getting out of control. April 18th of 2012, the family went to see a fucking doctor. At the doctor's appointment, the boys both screamed obscenities at the doctor in deep, demonic voices. The youngest boy was then picked up. Okay, actually, this is a quote. The youngest boy was then, quote, picked up and thrown against the wall, end quote. By the doctor? Damn. Nobody was touching him. <laughs> oh, okay. He just the like. just like, oh, hell no. Fuck this Oof. kid. Speaking speak demon again, little kid. Bitch. <laughs> just throwing him uh, against the wall. Yes, that would be bad. So he just got questionable situation. Yes. And that's the youngest boy who also got thrown earlier in the story out of the bathroom. 
Yeah, totally. Can we actually take a dab? We can totally take a smoke break if you Garrett, want. Because Garrett, don't you have to leave at 830? Like, yes, and it's 830. Okay, so let's go take a smoke break. And then me and Jake, it's just it's just yeah, you and me, baby. On. I'll be back for the second half of another episode. That's yeah. right. We're going to mix take and match. Sure. Yeah. Take a dab with us. Get high with us, etc. Right. The thing about taking dabs is it's like, it's similar to smoking a bowl, but if smoking a bowl was competitive. So Garrett left. Probably because he was so scared. He was so scared. You might have he to hold it. Exactly at 8.30 like he said he was going to. That's right. <laughs> He's a demon. <laughs> we just went and took huge dabs. Deep we took a dabs. disgusting shot. I don't think it's... I don't think it was that big. I mean, when people say they take took a huge dab, it's like, no, you didn't. It wasn't that big. To be honest with you, I usually take baby dabs, so a huge dab for me is like the size of a... I'm also not a big dabber. Not really. I don't want to fuck up my tolerance like that. I just... I don't know. I still get high no matter what. I just... Do I need to be nuclear high? That's what I mean. For 30 to 45 minutes? Man, and nothing beats the high of just smoking a fucking bowl, yeah. bro. Bay. All right, demons. I can't remember. Anyway, the demons. Let's get it over with. Okay. So the little boy was picked up and thrown against the wall, except for the fact that literally nobody was touching him. The doctor called 911, and they were taken to a hospital. Holy fuck. Call the Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> the, the kids, the other people like, who are you going to call? 911. 911. That's true, because that's a cultural icon <laughs> yeah. beyond... That at that point, twenty twelve. Are you kidding? I had a glow in the dark belt buckle of the Ghostbusters thing in twenty twelve. Lame. Um, okay, yeah. So in his medical notes, he said that he believed the family had delusions of ghost. He believed that Latoya was mentally ill, and that the kids were perform performing for her. And he also called DCS. So uh, what a dick. Kind of an asshole. I would just be like, look. The kids are doing it themselves, okay? Like, pff, ain't my fault. Take them from me. I don't <laughs> deal. Ooh, funny you yeah. should say that. DCS did come to the hospital to investigate the family, and they noted that Latoya was of a sound mind. The children did not have any bruises or any marks of abuse. During the investigation, the case manager, Valerie Washington, sat the children down for interviews, which is like what they usually do, you know, just to figure out if they're like being beaten or encouraged to act like they're possessed or you know other casual things so she sat down with the two boys first and asked a mostly standard set of questions surprisingly it was pretty routine until she heard a deep guttural growl coming from the younger boy (laughs) she turned to look at him his face was distorted and his eyes were all white he seemed to roar you will die he said Miss Washington probably was really awkward about it and probably tried to be professional <laughs> about we, it. We all die. <laughs> <laughs> the interview, though. <laughs> Death is a part of life. It's uh, fine. You're going to die, too, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Um, but the interview was completely derailed when the little <clears throat> growling boy attacked his older brother, leaping onto him, screaming, I'll kill you. You're going to fucking die. Screaming venomous threats, spitting and hissing with his hands around the older boy's <laughs> neck, trying to choke his brother until the nurses had to separate them. Typical boy stuff. <laughs> Regular. <laughs> during a DCS interview. It's fine. Typical. 
Later, the older son, who was nine, was interviewed by Miss Washington one-on-one. Well, like not all the way one-on-one because his grandma was there and there was a nurse there, but separate from the other boy. And um, Shit, thank God. Right? The boy smiled at Miss Washington with an unnaturally large grin. He began to walk backwards, one step at a time, until she thought he had reached the wall and run out of room. But instead of stopping, the boy again slid his foot backwards, planting it firmly on the wall, followed by the next foot and the next. Anybody recording this? I mean, shouldn't they be recording this type of shit? Right. It's 2011, at least with a cell phone. Um, eventually, oh, and he kept going until he walked up the wall backwards and was standing on the ceiling. Crack. Don't do crack. Miss Washington and the nurse ran out of the room. <laughs> Holy sweet baby Jesus. Fuck this. Oh, hey, uh, <laughs> Gary, open the door. Fuck this. You can keep the kid. We do not want to take him from yeah, you. Rose is, Rose is like, he's not mine. He's not mine. <laughs> um... Under later police questioning, Miss Washington was quoted as saying, quote, the boy glided backwards onto the floor, wall, and ceiling, end quote. The nurse said in his medical notes that the boy was mentally ill and that his weird wall walk thing was some kind of acrobatic trick. When asked how he did it, the boy had no memory of doing it at all. He was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm nine. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> from fucking, where's the, where are they at? Illinois? Yuri, Indiana. I'm from Yuri, Indiana. I've got great acrobatic <laughs> skill. Yeah, I've been I'm under masterful nine. training yeah, for actually, years. For actually, I'm a fucking That's a really good point. Yeah. At nine year olds, you're not going to have the fucking muscle memory and skill and no. balance to do something like that. How the fuck do you walk on a ceiling? Tell me how. Backwards. Backwards. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Tell me what amazing acrobatic <laughs> gymnast can do that. Miss Washington. Now, now, if this kid just like ran up the wall and like did a backflip like a bunch well, of that's, nerds at high school. That's like, what they thought he did. So that's why they asked him like, how did you do that run or whatever? And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even remember doing creed. it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Wall running is my shit. Totally. I <laughs> use the I pressed the A button twice. That's yeah, how I did parkour. it. <laughs> Sprint and then double jump. That's right. Okay. Even though the nurse was really skeptical in his reports, Miss Washington said in her reports, like a fish DCS reports, that she thought there was something evil toying with the family. She also quit after that and never returned to the family or the family's home. The next day, DCS took emergency custody of the children with no court order, saying that the kids were experiencing, quote, supernatural and emotional distress, end quote. Yeah, so what the fuck are you going to do? Do you have a a team of (laughs) crime-fighting priests? (laughs) Yo, you're tripping me out. You keep saying shit that's literally about to happen. It's the second time you've done it. Um, Latoya also got a hopeful email from a local priest asking if she had time to show her the house, show him the house. She was reluctant, but agreed to meet him there the following day at 6 p.m. April 20th, 2012, 6.30 p.m. Never seen again. Never seen again. (laughs) (laughs) At the house, Father Michael Magano met up with Miss Rosa and Miss Latoya and began interviewing them. The interview lasted four hours. The first two hours were mostly the women telling him about the various activities they had witnessed and Miss LaToya talking about her terrible, recurring nightmares. During their talk, Father Magano noticed a flickering light bulb. Every time he got closer to the bulb, the light would grow steady and the flickering would stop. 
He said, oh, yep, you got demons. You don't have faulty wires or <clears throat> shoddy electricity in Gary, Indiana. You got fucking demons. You got demons in this house. You got an infestation. Uh-huh. I brought some sage with me. He also witnessed blinds moving on their own and wet footprints throughout the living room. Ooh, what? Wet footprints. Again? At one point, LaToya complained of a headache. When Father Magano touched a crucifix to her forehead, she began to convulse. You are possessed, he told her. I know, she said. I know. <laughs> Isn't that some creepy shit? Interestingly enough, the grandmother did not have an aversion to holy objects. Like I said, Ooh. she went to church every week. I'm good, bitch. I knew you were a slut. You were living with the fucking devil. Dude, she, to that devil music. she was in with the J-man. For sure. Mm. He was looking out for her. I don't even believe in all that. But he was. The investigation was completed and LaToya had her official diagnosis. She had demons. She had demons. A real nasty case of demons. Maybe 200 of them. The, the tr- uh, all bukkakied into mm, It is. Demons. Can you? Okay, but also it's a single story th- and it's got three bedrooms. So let's just imagine. I mean, our house has two rooms. There were 200 ghosts just fucking in our house. Not even jerking, just in here. Can you picture 200 people? In this Holy house, shit. I would throw up on myself. Be standing on the ceiling. Somebody would be trampled to death, at least one of them. That's terrifying. Yeah, on, on our sides. Dude, it's a stack. Yeah. It's like Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. You're going to love this. The next, the next step, kind of, is the best thing I've ever heard. You're, I'm telling you, Jake, you're going to fucking love it. They assembled a team. It was of mighty heroes. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna shit. It was Father Magano, five cops, oh <laughs> Thor, five cops, uh, the new caseworker for DCS, whose name was uh, Miss Samantha Eilick, Miss <laughs> Rosa, shut up, Miss Latoya, and a police dog. What are they, it's what like are the Scooby Doo. Like, what are the police gonna do? Like I would, I would be, like, I would be like, I would be like, all the police are gonna do is shoot him. Like, quit, well, res- quit resisting. I would, I would assemble a team. Who's of, on your exorcism dream team? Well, <laughs> Clementine, for yeah. sure. Bring a demon to a demon fight. <laughs> we do have a demon dog. She weighs five yeah. pounds. She's evil. Uh, May 12th, 2012, new caseworker Samantha Eilick and the rest of the Scooby-Doo gang rolled up to the house, probably in a super cool mystery van. Zoinks and jinkies and all that shit. Ecto-1. That's right. The caseworker was the first person to enter. (laughs) Foolish. In the basement, she heard something dripping and she followed the noise. She found a strange, slippery liquid. Shortly after, her finger began to whiten, tingle, and radiate the painful sensation of being broken. She then had a panic attack and had to leave. <laughs> Yo, the ghost just like broke, snapped her finger. But I'm snapping your ghost finger, bitch. Bah. Bitch. Your real finger's fine. Your <laughs> ghost finger. <laughs> Father Magano asked the police to please check under the stairs for him. Miss Rosa had expressed concerns that the ghosts were coming from there. 
Bagano suspected there may be a pentagram or a cursed personal object hidden there acting as a portal to hell, which is what is actually on the police report. Legit. That they were looking for a portal to hell or a pentagram. Okay. They were honest. An officer dug a four foot by three foot hole and discovered ladies underwear, a pin, a press on fingernail, the lid to a cooking pan, socks that were cut at the ankles, some wrappers, and a metal thing that looked like a weight. Yeah. How the fuck else would y'all weigh it down? God. (laughs) And they also did recover the hole when they were done. Like, they filled it back up. Fucking smart. Wasn't that nice of them? No, it's smart. Like, oh, shit. This is actually... It's like random shit in there. I can't make sense of that. I don't know. I hope we don't put those items together. <laughs> Tell you that much. 200 Bukaki and demons will come out. <laughs> Magano spread blessed salt on and under the stairs, as well as around the basement and the rest of the house. While trying to question Latoya at that point, she complained of significant pain in her head and shoulder, and she had to leave. Oh, I don't feel well. I think I lie down. <laughs> One of the cops left the investigation at sunset, but the other stayed. Which, like, like, really blows my mind. Like, that shit in the hole fucked me up. I'm done. I don't even see anything but the hole. I would just like to say that one time I called the police because this guy who worked at my house said he was going to come back and murder me. And I screenshotted it and I called 911 and I told them what was happening. And they said I had to call the non-emergency police line because he didn't show up yet. And I did. And they didn't show up till the next day. But these bitches were at the ghost house till dawn. They were all just like, yeah, we got to see what happens. (laughs) I hate it here. (laughs) Um, During the night, the officers found something like oil on the blinds in one room. Unsure of where it came from, they cleaned it off and they sealed up the room. A half hour later, the oil was there again, and Father Magano was like, Yep, that's demons, baby. That's a sign of demons. They like to fuck up your curtains. They do. Well, and I, I think it's really interesting that we have oil on the cur- on the blinds or whatever. We had oil dripping from the stairs. It sounded like oil to me. Walking around, leaving oil for that's what I was just thinking. There's been wet footprints. Genius. Not water. Oil. It could have been. Nobody, I mean, they never specified if they stopped to check it out. So I think that's really interesting. I don't know what the hell's up with like ectoplasm or whatever the fuck, but I'm just saying. Jizz. Ghost got, jizz. Like you said, it's a demon bukake. <laughs> yep. The name of this episode is going to be Demon Bukake. I'm going to look for some art for Cover. Please don't. This whole time, oh my god, this whole time, Father Mags was collecting all this data. When he felt he had sufficient information, he sent a letter to a big important bishop asking permission to do Latoya's exorcism. But the big old bishop said, Nah, you should talk to other priests who have experienced this before and done exorcisms. But Magano feared that time would be harmful to Latoya, who it seems was under the pressure of a mounting demon infestation. With such an urgent case... Don't ever Google demon bukkake. Thank you, Jacob. You've I'm sorry you had to see that. Now I'm really scared. <laughs> um, with such an urgent case, Magano decided it would be best if he went above the heads of the Catholic Church and just Googled it. How to do an exorcism. <clears throat> and then, no, that's 
<clears throat> when you don't have the blessing, blessing of the church. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't have the blessing of the church, it won't work. It'll become worse. Stop predicting that the future. Like movie. Stop. He looked up how to do it on the internet, and he decided it would be fine if he just did a oh, tiny. That's easy. <laughs> that's fine. It's fucking yeah. Look, this guy is creditable. And he actually wrote an article recounting it, and he didn't call it an exorcism. He called it a intense blessing. Yeah, so he didn't get fucking fired from the priesthood. Right. So he did a quote. like, oh, this motherfucker. This bitch. So he did an intense <coughs> blessing on the home. He basically served the bad spirits an eviction notice. He did a small mini exorcode on Miss Latoya. He prayed, appealed, and commanded the demons to leave. Christ compels you. <laughs> Two of the cops from the investigation were there, and the new caseworker was there, too. It took nearly two hours. The caseworker said during the exorcism, she, quote, felt like someone was in the room with her. Someone was breathing down her neck. Yeah, two cops and a priest. <laughs> Gross. <Duh. laughs> the most intimidating and scary and threatening room there is. Um, she had terrible chills. <laughs> <laughs> Two cops and a priest in a room. Sounds like a very afraid. Joke. Sounds like a fucking assault. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would never. Uh, side note: that caseworker, she went on to suffer injuries such as three broken ribs, a third degree burn, a broken hand, and a broken ankle in various random accidents. Damn. She also reported some friends stopped talking to her because they believed she had something evil attached to her. She said, quote, I had friends who wouldn't talk to me because they believed that something evil had no, attached itself to bitch, me. Mrs. Butlick. I'm already evil. Lick it. They try to find something that's not evil and corrupt it. They wouldn't waste their time on me. <laughs> Why would you say that? Story of her life. No. That's the quote of somebody who's already been done, been possessed. Like sh the demons have already, you know, bought a new couch. At a matching chair. They've been there for months. Like months. I don't know. That's all. I just feel like that's a weird thing. That's something that a possessed person would say. If you were trying to convince me you weren't possessed and you said that, I'd be like, yeah, you're possessed. talk to you. Mm. Because of the ritual, Magano now had insight to the names of the demons that were plaguing the family. I swear to fucking God, if you say those fucking names. Beezlebub. If you say those names... Beezlebub was one of them. But I don't know how to actually say it. Beezlebub. Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Stop. Beelzebub. <laughs> That's Satan. Jake. Satan was there. Jake. Uh, Jake's going to spray me with the holy water. Finally, on May 30th, 2012, the VIB, that's the very important bishop, he gave Magano permission to perform a full exorcism. I guess the reason you have to say that, or you have to have permission from the church to do it is because then you can, number one, take more time. You have some guidance. And number two, you can get help with it. Like, they'll send you a buddy to help you out and, like, tell you how to do it and whatever. Um, so the first day of June. Send you a Robin to your Batman. That's right. That's little, what, what was his name? Dick something. His name was Dick. That's the one. Tell the knowledge, babe. First day of June, Magano got to work. He brought two of the cops that were at the previous thingies in case he needed restraint, which sounds racist, and a parishioner to help with the ritual and prayers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I may need some police protection. Hey, she's black, so can you guys come? Can you guys rough her up? 
Hi, sorry. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, defund the police. Sorry. Defund um, the police. Don't use my marijuana money for fucking <gasps> the police. That's the thing they're trying to do in Pueblo. Continue. That's disgusting, yeah. nasty. Anyway, the whole thing went as smooth as a baby's <laughs> bottom. Latoya didn't give a fuck. Like, she was fine with it. She didn't care. Um, At this point, I've seen it all. Yeah. She, well, she didn't, she didn't thrash around or cry like she did in the last one. And by the end of it, she was able to take a rosary from Father Magno and not start having a seizure. So uh, Father Magno was like, fuck yeah, and like gave her the rosary and a little cross, and Ooh, she left. One and done. That's right. Yeah. We did it. Nothing happened the first time. So Father Magno went to leave, thinking like everything went great, and he found the rosary in the parking lot, shattered into pieces. Later, Latoya called him and said that she could not find the rosary, which she had put in her purse, and her nightmares did not stop. Didn't work. Round two. Father Maginaw was concerned that the demon was playing possum. He wanted more info. He needed to know the names of any demon occupying Miss Latoya. He needed to do another exorcism. They agreed to the next session on June 8th. Jake is actually upset. How are you doing? Just a check-in. Fine, but I swear to God, I dare you. Are you scared? He just sprayed me. I dare you. Okay. June 7th, Father Magano was out riding his bicycle. He was trying to get some exercise and enjoy the nice summer air, but he wasn't able to because cars kept almost hitting him. As they do when you ride your bike in the street, dumbass. (laughs) Um, he was a regular bike rider and had never had more than one car almost hit him at a time. Get out of the wrong way. <laughs> He's got <laughs> Alzheimer's or something. He's like, bicycle go down <laughs> sidewalk, now on road, now in park. He had avoided each catastrophe until finally, while trying to swerve out of danger again, he was thrown from his bike into the grass. Oh, me, oh, my. He said, I looked and saw that the seat of my bike was completely twisted, but it made no sense because it was absolutely tight and I had really pounded it to straighten it out. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were going to. Shout out to fucking up the first exorcist, asshole. Not something you just fucking Google. Can't like, just I am Google? very strong for like how to fucking light a pilot light. Okay, I'll go to Google for that. How to change a fucking <laughs> plumbing mistake. How or to something. fix how to, the Wi-Fi when it yeah, goes out. Exactly. All common knowledge items. Okay, Jake, let's Google how to do an exorcism. You want to get sprayed with the water bottle? We don't Google these things, Bay. I just want like a wiki how. That's all. Yeah, I don't want anything don't e- serious. Ep- no. First, it's going to say, step number one, don't fuck with demons. <laughs> oh, there's really a wiki out. It just says you have to burn sage, say a prayer, uh, bang pots and pans. This sounds fun. Holy water. Please don't spray me. It says to sprinkle holy water. I'm not telling you to sprinkle the holy water. Uh, call a professional to help you get rid of the demons. Avoid negative films. Okay. Yeah, avoid negative films. Jake, are you scared? I just don't like demons, okay? We don't, like, let's just get through this and be done with it so I can play some fucking video games. Okay. Not think about this anymore. Okay. But still, June 8th, as planned, the exorcism went on. Once LaToya tried to research demons, 
She wanted to know their names as well as what they did so that she could get help. Every time she scrolled down to the descriptive part of the web page, her computer would shut down. But she had made note of what the name of the website was, and she gave it to Father Magano, and he was a real G, and went and printed that web page out so that she could look at it and point out which demon she suspected. Jake really doesn't want me to say it out loud. Don't you fucking try me. That's what happens. Um, so he now had the knowledge of sleep in my mom's. the two <laughs> demons, and uh, so he felt like he could go on and do his right. So during this right, Latoya violently convulsed whenever whenever Father used one of the demon names or whenever he condemned the demons. All 200 of them on the list? Two. Two were the ones he officially narrowed it down to two. So every time he used the demon name, she would fucking freak out, start convulsing, start screaming angrily violent, you know. And every time he condemned the demon, she would freak out. She was getting angrier and angrier until she, like, literally wore herself out. And then she fell asleep like a little tuckered out baby. Like a little baby angel demon. Like when the Grinch was a baby. That's probably what she looked like in that moment. He concluded the rite by praising God. And when Latoya woke up, he gave her back her rosary because he was a good pal. And he put it back together for her, which I think is so thoughtful and sweet. It's nice. At this point, the kids were still out of her care. One of the boys was in a hospital, like um, a care facility, and uh, the other kids were in foster care. But Miss Rosa and Miss Latoya managed to move out of the apartment or move out of the house into an apartment in Indianapolis, which they did have blessed before they moved in because they are smart women. They scheduled the third and final exorcism for June 29th. In a new house? In the old house still, because she was still possessed. I guess. Father Magano was confident that they had one more demon to evict, which could be done by using the demon's name. This time, Latoya had... Bob. Rumpel, was that guy's name? Steve. <laughs> um, this time, Latoya had a request. She wanted the rites in Latin. Nope. That's what I said. Nope. That sounds 800 times scarier. Nope. Well, not only that, it's like, what if that's the demon tricking the... Priest, like, yeah, say it in Latin, see what fucking happens. She just read online that demons hate Latin, and she's like, I'm gonna really fuck this asshole. She doesn't know if he knows Latin. He could just show up and be like, hey, and she'd be like, I don't like what you're, what you're doing over there. Jake's about to spray me with the water bottle. Jake has a spray bottle as if he was about to punish a cat. And every time I start to scare him, he holds it up like he's going to shoot me with it. Thank you. <laughs> he just sprayed me with it, actually. No. I sprayed near you. I think that sounds way scarier, and I don't understand why you would do that. And she doesn't even speak Latin, so whatever. But somehow, even though she didn't speak Latin. The priest is like, I guess. I've Googled the first one. I can Google Translate. He's like stumbling over the words. Somehow, even though she didn't speak Latin, she remained quiet during time of praise and convulsed violently through every condemnation of the devil. As the rites went on, her energy started to deplete, and by the closing prayer, she was sleeping like a little baby again. When she woke up, she actually felt fabulous. Like, really good. Fabulous! She did. And ever since that exorcism, she's been cool. 
Her kids have been cool. Got him. It's all good. It was her fault all along. She literally just had demons. She ended up getting another new case manager because that lady fucking quit too. And she got her kids back in November of 2012. So pretty much, you know, that whole year 2012 was just hell for her. Like literally. Like 2020 is right now. <laughs> Probably this year might be better than that year for her personally. But in a year not possessed. It's a good one. It's a good one for her. February of 2013, the new case manager noted there was no demonic presence or spirits in the home and that the family is no longer fixated solely on the religion to explain or cope with the children's behavioral issues. Reportedly, Latoya did not speak to the priest again except for once a year later to let him know that she was doing great and so were the kids and to say thank you, which I think is really nice. That is, that is nice, you know. That guy helped you out, you know, fucking... Pounded you straight, if you will. Much like the bike seat. So what do you think it was, Jake? That's the that's the key to a clever joke. You circle back. You circle back, baby. What 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 do you think it was? Obviously, it was demonic possession. Like you straight up think it was demons. Yeah, bet. Done. I have a theory. Latoya was dating a man who asked for a pair of her underwear. Which is creepy by itself. She was dating this guy for a little bit. I don't have to ask for a pair of years. I know, right? Really nearly all over the place. Honestly, <laughs> even before we lived together, I used to just leave my panties around your house like they were like you a were flag. Fucking, yeah, wow. To all the other whores yeah. that may show up. I was here. I'm okay. Here like Beyonce, I was here. Um, I was here. I planted my flag. Claimed, claimed my stake. This is my man. Staked I don't care. Claim. <laughs> Not claimed my stake. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Marijuana. <laughs> I feel like either would be because you're a big slab of meat. Wow, is that all I am? I objectified you. you. <laughs> I liked it. So she was dating this guy, and he was kind of weird, and he asked for a pair, of his under, a pair of her underwear. And then also she ended up getting a call from some lady who was like, that's my fucking husband, and you're going to regret this. And then she never heard from him again. Wow. She so. put a coice. It t- totally could have been a curse, but is there any difference between like a curse and a possession? Because I feel like there's not. That's still somebody with malintent. It's not a demon, but it's the same situation, you know? Yeah, but the priest got rid of him by saying demon names. So. No, that's true. That's she true. So it's not that. Been a witch. Circle back to the mental illness thing. Do you think it was a mental illness? I don't know. And all the kids, though? Right. That's how I feel, too. Yeah. All the kids and the grandma I mean, seen the it. the kids are like... <laughs> Look at this. This is this how we're supposed to act like normal adults? Like this, this is this. That's it? what the doctor Ooh, was saying. Look at me. <laughs> I'm running on walls. Ooh. Ooh, give me some. Oh, I can float now yeah. in my sleep. Yeah. I made them little German children just now. Yeah. Well, in my professional opinion, I yeah, there's really nothing that yeah tell you it's true. It's ghosts, but it could be this it's true so taking them into emergency con their custody was probably like literally like holy shit we've never seen this before Let's what do we do yeah put them in a padded room right i agree yeah, though in jackets and <laughs> also the fact that i was raised catholic so i i've heard about demons you know flies are a sign of fucking demons like hundred percent, especially in December with no explanation. That's a, that's a fucking sign of demons. I don't care. Um, the fact that kids are floating and being thrown 
And yeah, that's a pretty clear sign of demons. Yeah, wet footprints, oily substances that are not explainable. Fucking demons, bro. Demons. But yeah, Latoya and her fam, they never made contact with demons again. What ended up happening to the house was that this paranormal show guy named Zach Baggins. <gasps> you know who that Ghost is? Hunters? Yeah. I love Ghost Hunters. Is that an actual episode we can watch? It's a documentary. We can totally watch it. He bought the house and he made a documentary there called Demon House. Ooh, I'm, I'm so excited. There's really like wide reviews about it, so I am excited. And then after he finished filming it, he actually demolished it. Do you know he used to be a DJ in Vegas? Of course. I swear to God. Uh, That's why I love him so much. Like, DJ to Ghost Hunter. Something else was that the family apparently signed a movie deal. Well, they did sign a movie deal with the guy who directed The Conjuring. I looked high and fucking low for that movie. That's all I want to watch. Can't find it anywhere. I don't... Like, I don't understand. It must not be a thing. But I want to watch it. It's like when I see a scary story and I just, like, save it on a separate Google Doc and I'm like, I'm going to traumatize Jake with this later. Anyway, Jake, are you scared? Definitely probably would have went and stayed the night at my mom's if you would have said those demon names. It didn't list it. Thank God. See? They're smart. They fucking know. But there's people out here trying to fuck around with demons. And just be like saying their name willy nilly. Jake. 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 Are you scared? Yes. You are scared? I'm always scared. But this this one. You make me live in fucking (laughs) fear daily. Daily runs with Haley. So uh, that's part of the deal. Um, you're, You're actually. This actually though. This episode actually seems to have you like. Really actually. I didn't like it. You actually seem upset. What, scare- <laughs> what scares you? Okay, let's do a whole episode on that. Other people. I'm down for it. We can totally do a true crime episode. I just thought that would be a bad time for you. That's what scares me. People who just fucking murder Dodge, their wives. Dodge Rams and... Dodge hams and murder murder vehicles, possessed murder vehicles. No, no, no. Literally, what scares me is if you woke up tomorrow and said, I'm going to kill my wife, and then you killed me. (laughs) Because that's the thing that men do on the regular, and that's really scary. Say those demon names, see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be possessed. (laughs) Um, So I'm not going to tell you a scary story because you actually seem scared. I will just record that later and put it in there post-production. Are you you okay with that? Or wait, can I read you a story about the ghost puncher? Okay, that sounds okay. Like, let's end on that. This story's going to make you feel better, Jakey. So this is a green text from 4chan. And there... Have you ever been on 4chan, Jake? I will make my fortune one day. But no, not yet. Okay, so it is... You know, I never put it together that that's what it was a play on. So how do they make a fortune? If they don't know who you are. It's a great question. Also, 4chan's kind of like the cesspool of the internet. But basically, 4chan is an anonymous forum. You can enter like a username, quote unquote, but it's just specific to that post. And then it like fucks off forever. And there's different boards. So there's like B, which is the random board. There's another board called Fit, which is like fitness. There's the board called X, which is paranormal. That's usually where I go to get these stories. So this story is posted on the X board, but it starts on the B board. <laughs> but it starts uh it's posted by Ghost Puncher, <laughs> who is an anonymous 4chan user. And uh he says, 
I don't know if this goes in fit or X, but here's the story. It's kind of long, but bear with me. Friend not in the story tells us about place to get palm readings. My lifting buddy and I go to get our palms read. We show up to the shady ass place at like 10 in the morning wearing our workout gear. The ghost bitch is already there. Yo, bro. Let's go get our palms red before we go <laughs> pump the iron. Let's go. Let's go. I'm all hyped up on pre-workout. There's a stereotypical scraggly spooky woman, and she shakes her hand and seats us at the table with a crystal ball. You're very strong. Come sit down. <laughs> she asks us who wants to go first. My Hispanic heritage kicks in, and I nope at the last minute. My friend chads up to the plate. The woman... Oh, bro, come on. <laughs> Don't be a pussy. The woman grabs his hand and he flexes slightly because he is just like that. The woman Can goes. You like that? <laughs> up. The woman goes from smiling to horrified. She starts grabbing and studying his hand like a last will, and I start to feel weird. I tell my friend he's got some. Oh, she tells my friend he's got something following him and asks if he did any Ouija or voodoo bullshit. He says he smashed a hole in the wall when he was drunk. And he found a decorative skull behind it, which he's just been keeping for fun. She lets us leave without paying. At the gym, yeah, thirty. Get the fuck out, bro. Yeah, right. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like you got kicked out. Get the fuck out of my shop. That sounds like a crime. Get out of here. Don't even think about bringing that skull over here. <laughs> We're at the gym thirty minutes later, spotting friend while he benches. Some newbie dumbass is curling next to us. Like, no joke, six inches away from us. The dude slips up and swings a 20 he's holding at my friend's head. How does that even... Ha- I, so, this is not in the story, but how does that even happen? How do you slip and throw a weight at someone's head? I don't, I don't go to the gym, clearly. Me neither. That's yeah. why I was asking. I was like, how? Maybe that's the thing that happens all the time. He throws the bar up. My friend throws the bar up and ducks just in time. I almost impale myself trying to catch the bar. The newbie apologizes while my friend gets back up and I'm shitting myself. (laughs) I tell my friend he should go home. My friend looks unfazed and wants to continue. Why, bro? Because that guy can't lift? Come on, spot me. (laughs) Don't be a pussy. I leave to my abuela's house and I get some sage and silver. I go back to the gym and I give it to my friend. The next day, my friend looks happier than normal. He tells me some shit went down at his house. He says the power was dead, even though his bills were paid and the rest of the neighborhood had power. He heard the rattling of silverware. He used his flashlight to go see. He saw the silhouette of someone crawl under the kitchen counter. Nothing under the counter, not even, under th- not even on the shelves. My friend doesn't believe in Ouija shit and believes it's an intruder or an animal. Yo, I got these guns of pythons, man. You don't want to <laughs> mess with me. My friend grabs his pull-up bar and gets ready for fucking justice. It's America, baby. Make my day law. <laughs> he yells, I can't get to my gun. It's Colorado, so we're real big on that. <laughs> um, my friend yells obscenities while patrolling his house. Motherfucker, I know you. I'll, I'll bench 400. <laughs> he says he sees what looks like a small human-like creature crouched in his weight room. Oh, fuck kid up. He gives zero fucks, and he tosses the pull-up bar at the window and shatters it. The thing is gone. It's nowhere in sight. The friend then starts to consider Ouija shit, 
He calls another friend for advice. Our lifting group has some really weird people. My friend Johnny picks up and tells him to burn the sage and carry the silver. He says he'll bring some holy water for him later. Later, Johnny comes and drops it off and tells him he's going to call his grandmother tomorrow to help. She's like a medium or some shit. My friend sits God, down. He's got some weird friends. For real, right? My friend sits down on his couch while the house smells like old. I don't know what that means. My friend sits down on his couch and watches American Dad. He looks up at the sage, dried up and out, and he goes in his pocket for the silver. The silver is fucking melted. Instead of warm, it was freezing cold. He starts to see something dark dart back and forth between the hallway and his bedroom. The TV goes off and the static comes on. You lied to me. No, it's about to get he really good. It, it, it is going to get really good. He says high-pitched screaming started to fill his house, and he starts to get, quote, mildly annoyed. <laughs> That's how he describes he's, it. He's like, oh, God. Fuck, I just want to watch American Dad. I don't have fucking time for this. <laughs> Literally, I that's how I, I would be. I would be like, I would fuck be like, you, leave like, me uh, alone. Like, really? At this moment? I mean, like, this time I just got off work. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. He walks over to the weight room and he smashes the skull that he found against the wall. Yeah, he, he even knows what it's about. He's that's like, right. Oh, I'm it. sick of it. But you look cool. You got me a bunch it. of pussy, but fuck you, sugar skull. I don't skull. care anymore. And he smashes it into a million pieces against the wall. Like imagine walking into a room, tipping over a vase, smashing it, and going back to what you were doing because that's literally what he did. He says that the house started to shake. The screaming got higher and higher, and then it stopped. The lights yeah, turned off. Smashed it. Right. The lights turned off again, and he started to hear footsteps getting closer to him. He tells me he's mildly freaked out at this point, and I'm very concerned because... Yo, but I wasn't scared, you see? Because I got these muscles, you see? <laughs> That's what he said. He says I was very concerned because both times he said he was mildly, like verbatim. Like, eh. Eh. I'm a little scared at this point, but nothing I can't handle. Look at, <laughs> look at these 20, Look at these 22s. He says he doused himself in holy water and started swinging as hard as he could. Yeah! <laughs> Done. That's my move. He says he only hears the wind breaking on his fists. <laughs> he heard the footsteps getting further and further away from hey, him. Yeah, homie, you want to fucking square up? All right. <laughs> he Just screams. Fucking... He screams, nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Uh, not my fucking house. You come back here, bitch. <laughs> he starts running around his house, swinging in the darkness. He fucks up his living room in the process. <laughs> the ghost is just like, watch this. <laughs> I'm over here by the TV. He I'm tells me. Over here by me, your weightlifting trophies. He swears he made contact with something fleshy a few times. It's called your penis, you sick fuck. Eventually, he's able to peacefully go to sleep. How? Because he beat the shit out of the ghost. He beat this ghost off. <laughs> Into submission. <laughs> yeah. He fucking straightened it. Pounded it straight. The next day he <laughs> wakes up and goes to... The it's the best. The next day he wakes up and goes to the gym like normal. My friend goes outside to make frequent calls throughout his routine. I ask him if he's trying to get in touch with a priest for an exorcism. He tells me no. He's like, no, that's my protein guy. He says he's been calling his home phone just to leave angry, threatening messages <laughs> for the ghost. <laughs> hey, 
if you're there when I get fucking back, bet I got some more fucking holy water. And guess what? My fists are huge. America. So uh, fast forward a few days. He looks great. He actually looks better than I've ever seen him. I asked my friend Johnny, who gave him the holy water, if my lifting buddy, who is the ghost puncher, was doing all right. Johnny says it's disturbing how well my lifting buddy is doing. He says he went to his house to check up on him. He felt a presence and he felt scared. But my lifting buddy walked out of the bathroom naked, wiping his ass with a Ouija board towel. He threw the Ouija board towel on the floor. Oh my God. And he kicked it around. He's just like so. He's like so fucking just like. He does like, not care Yo, anymore. Fuck you, ghost. Do you think you terrorized me? Nah, bitch. The wrong I don't house. care anymore. I'm terrorizing you. <laughs> I lived with my ex for two years. She's way worse than you. Yes. Snooky was way worse than you. Um, he, he pours holy water on the towel and then takes it outside to burn it. He asks my friend if he is hungry. He's like, yeah, what's up, man? You want, you want something to eat? Food? Johnny says, yeah, sure. So the, my lifting buddy pulls out an open Ouija board he bought at Spencer's and he uses it as a cutting board. Oh, my God. <laughs> when it was done, he stabbed his knife into the board... Like Just eight times. Yeah. <laughs> when he was done with that, he broke the board in half and threw it in the trash. Hey. You want to really disrespect some fucking ghosts? Watch then he that. pissed into the trash can and washed his hands. <laughs> Steroids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, did, did you want something to drink? Oh, you want me to get it before I pee? After. You want, you want, you want me to wash my hands first or no? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, even Johnny says, like, you're going way too far with the spirit disrespect right now. Um, but, uh... Yo, fuck with the juice, you get the weeds. My lifting buddy went and put another crucifix on the wall, hammered it into the wall, and he said, I'm putting Jesus on this wall, and I'll be back to fucking masturbate on my bench press while thinking about Lucifer's whore daughter. Oh, my God. And he, pu- <laughs> and he punched a hole in the wall before leaving. <laughs> I'll be back, bitch. <laughs> Testosterone. <laughs> He's jacked on tea right now. <laughs> uh, Johnny goes home and calls his abuela. Abuela goes to Lifting Buddy's house with the priest the next day. Um, you think this guy needs your help? Like he don't care. He does. He's just gonna do it with brute force. Says Abuela and the priest were amazed and disturbed with how Lifting Buddy is fighting the situation. <laughs> Literally. Like, fighting it. The priest actually cowered and praised Lifting Buddy, but also was like, please stop pissing on the satanic Bible that you bought at some shady bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> My Lifting Buddy tells the priest he walks around naked a lot lately and talks shit about Satan. <laughs> The, pl- the Yo, priest. With this dick, I'd fuck Satan. <laughs> I'd fucking jizz right in his face. I'd jizz in his bitch's face. Uh, so the priest just does his little blessing, and okay, it's man. all good. Yeah, good yeah, Abuela does her little medium thing. She tries to contact the spirits. She says it was a group of energy, a group of entities that were very pissed that their shrine was disturbed. Yeah, she- they got a fucking. Oh my this god! One demon's just like, yo. Demon buddies, like you gotta help me. I imagine this guy is literally just putting holy water on his fist and just swinging around. And just I, I was just trying to have dinner, <laughs> and this guy's over here punching imagine, and naked. Like okay, I do fuck? I do picture one bad spirit, right? Because of what he was describing. But I imagine that there is also maybe just one 
young wife who was murdered on her wedding day, hopelessly trapped in the house who just got the shit beaten out of her like seven times. Homie just beat his wife. So uh, Abuela stays and does her medium thing. She tries to contact the spirits. She says it was a group of entities that were very pissed that their shrine was disturbed. She tells my buddy that they have no power since he isn't even scared of them at all anymore. <laughs> Lifting Buddy walks back into the weight room with a dead snake. Abuela says the entities scatter like roaches. Check out what I found on the street this morning. It's a dead snake. <laughs> He throws the snake on the floor and he puts holy water and salt on it. He kicks, right? He kicks it into the carpet a few times before peeling it off and throwing it in the trash can in the kitchen. Abuela and is he pisses on it. Right? Abuela <laughs> is like, "What the fuck? Are you just mentally strong or are you ignorant?" She tries. The ignorant is equally as strong. <laughs> <laughs> she tries to contact the spirits, but they run away from her. Finally, she contacts one, and they say that they are scared of my lifting buddy. Ghosts are scared of my friend. Abuela asks what could make them pass on. She says that they did black magic to get revenge on some asshole landlord from way back when. She says they had incriminating shit to shame his family within the wall with the skull. Abuela tells lifting buddy what he needs to do. Lifting buddy goes into the weight room. He makes the hole in the wall bigger by throwing a 15 through the wall. (laughs) (laughs) He finds a folder with records of some sort. What? I'm not lying. Shut up. I'm not lying about any of this, I swear, and especially this next part. Lifting buddies flips through the papers and then wipes his balls with it. (laughs) Abuela is horrified. He crumples them up and throws them into the corner of the room. He tells the spirits to piss off, and then he punches another hole in the wall. There's like 13 holes in the wall at this point. Oh, my God. This is one of the greatest stories of all time. Abuela says, may God have mercy, and then she leaves. A month later, she goes back to Lifting Buddy's house. Immediately, she goes to the weight room. More holes in the wall, destroyed (laughs) as fuck, but like a halo descending from the heavens, the bench press and squatting rack are still there. She tries to contact the spirits, and she gets nothing. She smiles and asks my friend if, she, if he did what needed to be done. Again, I'm not lying about any of this. He tells Abuela that he uncrumpled the papers and got the address of this old bastard. The papers, <laughs> the papers were only from 60 years ago, so this guy was still alive. He was just super fucking old. He finds the address of this guy in some sort of mansion and he goes there and he knocks on the door. Beats the shit out of him. He's wearing this t-shirt. It says, get swole, you must. And it's got a picture of Yoda on it. (laughs) I guess that's important. Uh, Sick sick threads, bro. Some scrawny white guy in his mid-30s opens the door. Lifting Buddy holds out the papers and asks for the person in the paper's name. Hey, Dad, someone's here to see you. He has documents. Lifting Buddy lets himself in and finds the old man in his study. Who are you? And the old man looks at the paper and he says, Where did you get that? The old man tries to grab at the papers. Lifting Buddy punches the old man in the face. (laughs) Fuck you, asshole. (laughs) He knocks the old man's dentures out. He says it was some shit out of a movie. He crouches in his face and sets the old man straight, Sherlock Holmes style. The guy's son runs in and jumps on Lifting Buddy's back. 
lifting buddy stops mid-sentence lets the guy down and then punches him until he hobbles out of the front room and pukes in the hallway he tells the old man to set shit right or he will be back for blood and he leaves Fast, fast forward a couple days, various cars outside of Lifting Buddy's house. He thinks the old man might have brought some friends and grabs his pull-up bar. He walks outside in his tank top and house shorts. Various families are thanking him and giving him home-cooked foods. Thank him for getting their grandparents' properties back. Documents were apparently deeds swindled out by the old man. The families They've tell... ball juice on him. Right? That's true. <laughs> Those are in a uh, legal documents right now. With, with ball juice? Uh, um, the families tell him, you know, like, we'll never forget you and all that. And they leave. The friend looks into the Tupperware. There's nothing but calories and carbs. He throws it all away and goes back to lifting. And that's how the story ends. My hero. <laughs> Um, I feel very confident in fighting demons now. Okay, here's a little side note. Uh, he sees the old man's name in the news a few days later. Apparently, he was like widely hated by the community for being a dick. Somehow, he didn't hear about him till now. News doesn't disclose how, but the old man did die. He doesn't know if it was from lifting... Internal injuries. Yeah. <laughs> it says he doesn't know if it was from lifting Buddy doing more damage than he thought the ghosts getting their revenge, or natural causes. He hasn't had any paranormal problems since then except for one. He says he went to the kitchen for a late-night non-cheating snack and saw full-body apparitions. They smiled at him. He says he grabbed an apple, head nodded while taking a bite, and he walked away to his bedroom. He stops halfway and turns around. Holy fuck, you guys are real? The spirits faded away while smiling, and my lifting buddy slept peacefully. Lifting Buddy still lifts and does insane shit like always. No one fucks with him since he punched a ghost. Abuela is afraid of him. <laughs> and I think the, free the priest told his buddies and the church because everybody from the church cowers, afraid for cowers away from him as soon as he comes around. Again, none of... He's going to wipe shit on your fucking Ouija board. <laughs> yes! Again, none of this was made up. No walk the don no walk the dinosaur type shit. My friend legitimately punched a ghost. That was good. Give me some holy water. Keep it on deck just in case. Did that make up for the traumatization that I just did to you? Yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys. We love each and every one of you. Please send us your demonic encounter stories so or, that I can or don't. so no, that I can good. read them to Jake and make him you're cry good. for your entertainment. The horror comedy podcast at gmail.com. Do it. Do it. Do it. He just sprayed me with holy water. Tell your friends if you enjoy it. Black Lives Matter and don't forget to drink water. Defund the police. Defund the police. Sources for this week include Parish Priest Aids Family and Fight Against Demons by Patty Armstrong on ncregister.com. Local police confirm this house is haunted by demons by Ken Lane from gawker.com. Demonic House in Indiana Demolished by Patty Armstrong for catholicnewsagency.com. Exorcism of Latoya Ammons by Kyle T. Cobb on lastgasps.com. And Wikipedia for information on the Ammons haunting case. Um, I didn't do a bunch of spooky shit to this week's short story, um, just because it was kind of supposed to be more funny than scary. If you really like that shit, come back on Wednesday. I'll have a couple of them for you that are well-produced and super creepy. See you then.